Welcome to Woman on the Rise, a podcast for women like you, who didn't come here to play small, follow the rules, or be limited by what's considered normal. Through conversations about style, mindset, spirituality, and business, my desire is to help you elevate your identity, dress for your dreams, and take action towards manifesting everything possible for you while becoming the best version of yourself in the process. I'm your host, Christy Russell, a mentor and image consultant who has styled and coached women globally and now helps other entrepreneurs, especially stylists, create a life and business of their design. Let's jump in. Hello, gorgeous souls. Welcome back to another episode. I am thrilled to be talking to you today about iconic style lessons from Barbie. I mean, unless you're living under a rock, I'm pretty sure everyone is aware that Barbie is plastered everywhere in terms of the movie. (laughs) She is what everyone seems to be talking about at the moment. And I don't know about you, but I was a woman that loved, okay, emphasis on loved, playing with Barbie when I was younger. Her dream house, her dream car, her pets, her friends, we had the Ken doll. I was obsessed, okay, and was always excited to see what new outfits she came up with and how I could also replicate them myself. I mean, when Barbie started crimping her hair, I had to start crimping my hair. (laughs) It was so much fun. I just loved it. And let me tell you, seeing some of the pictures of all of the Barbies that were out back in the 80s and 90s has just like brought out all of this nostalgia for me these like unlocked or these memories have been unlocked for me and just barbies i had barbies that i was craving that didn't that i didn't have or like the holiday barbies that came around and it was just such a fun thing for me when i was younger which i know obviously not all women but well it doesn't even have to be women men and women had played with with the doll with barbies when they were younger and just thought they were so much fun you could create your own little dream world it was like having a mini play that you could use all these characters in it was just absolutely fabulous i loved it so much and of course as an image consultant i've of course i loved playing with the clothes i mean come on it was my first segue into all the things fashion <laughs> and so today i thought it would be fun just to have a lighthearted podcast today on some iconic style lessons we can learn from Barbie because I mean she is iconic. She has been around for a long time. I know there are hardcore Barbie fans out there that have been collecting her since she first came onto the scene. I love seeing some of those more historic vintage Barbies. They're absolutely gorgeous. And so with all that said, let's dive into some of the style lessons that we can learn from her. Now, the first thing that I actually think is really important is that rocking your signature colors are always in style. Now, we all know that Barbie loves bright colors, but especially she is no stranger to the color pink. And she has a specific pink that she rocks all the time. Not all iterations, a specific pink tone that is her iconic color. And when I was thinking about this, I was thinking about the fact that this lays well into color analysis because... We've heard over TikTok, over media, you know, outlets 
reporting on t- on on the trend if you will of color analysis they're like oh a resurgence from the 80s from the color me beautiful era you know knowing your colors are back in style and i always think when i read those articles or hear about them i think what are you talking about it never went out of style you know women have always wanted to know the colors that work best for them because i think we've all probably had this experience in the change room when we were younger or we've heard our maybe our mom or a friend or family member say at some point when we've gone shopping with them when they've held up a color or tried a dress on or a top and you look in the mirror and you think god i look like i'm dying wearing this color i look like i'm completely washed out look how gray i look you know and it's an immediate turnoff despite how cute the item in question might have been because the color just kills it. It completely kills it when we don't have a color that's working for us. And this is what I've always loved about color analysis because it it always has highlighted what colors work for us, what colors are our signature, what colors are going to make us glow, what colors are going to make our skin look the most radiant without having to enhance it with more makeup. I mean, who doesn't want that experience? And in my opinion, over the years of having worked with thousands of women at this point globally, the one question I know that will come up all the time is how do I know what colors look best on me? What makeup color should I wear? What's the best colors for my hair? What kind of color should I use if I want to mix and match in my wardrobe? And so in my opinion, knowing your signature colors, just like Barbie, are always going to be in style because it not only makes us look good, of course, because duh, that's always the goal, (laughs) but it also allows us to make more informed purchases. It allows us to stand more strongly in the wardrobe that we've created and be swayed less by trends. Because trends are fun, of course, but when you become a victim of them and you want to basically toss out your entire wardrobe every season because a certain color is trending and what you bought the season before isn't, I just think that's so dull. Like what a dull way to build your wardrobe and be such a victim of what's in print versus becoming a leader of your own wardrobe and of yourself and and knowing what works and being deeply rooted in that. And so I love color analysis. If you guys have not done it before, please don't do the DIY thing. I'll never advocate for that. Go and invest and have your colors done. It is so incredibly impactful. And stylists, for those of you that are listening, this is such a beautiful introductory thing for all women when it comes to working with a stylist is learning about their colors. To me, this is the base foundation in learning about what style is best for you. And it's what I began with all of my clients because it's so clarifying. Where does color not touch when it comes to someone's wardrobe, their style, their hair, their makeup, their accessories? It touches everything. And so that was why I always began with color analysis because it was a lower investment in contrast to some of the packages that people will get involved when it comes to hiring a stylist. But it's something that will transcend everything to do with style and is something that you will use for the rest of your life when you learn what your colors are and what makes you glow. It's so clarifying so that you don't have the, ugh, I think I'm dying moment (laughs) in the change room. Or so you don't feel like an Oompa Loompa when you go to a makeup counter and they've swatched you and given you the wrong color. 
because like that's awful as well. And that was something I experienced many, many times over the years before I learned my colors. And so if this is something that you want to integrate into your styling business, or if you're someone that wants to get into the world of color, let's say you're not in style and you want to become a color analyst, I'd actually love to have you in my color analysis training. This is the last week to register for it. And I'll not only show you how to facilitate this incredible skill and show women and men what colors are best on them. But we'll also talk about how to mix and match prints, how to recommend makeup for your clients, and also how to create a minimum, minimum, sorry, of 10K months in your business, which is huge. Again, whether you are a color analyst and that's all you want to focus on, or whether you want to adopt this incredible skill into your business. And so if you want to adopt a bit of Barbie and create an iconic style for yourself and your clients, I will leave the link for that program down below as the doors close for it this week. Now, the other lesson from Barbie, I think we can all take away in terms of creating an iconic style is being willing to put ourselves out there and try something new. Now, if it is one thing we can learn from Barbie, it is that she does not stick with a style in particular in terms of feeling like she can't explore what she wants. And I have loved this about Barbie. It's always been fun seeing what new outfits she's going to create, what new evolution she is going through. I mean, she's had the super long hair to the floor moment from, I think that was like the 90s Barbie or something like that, maybe early 90s-ish Barbie. I loved that Barbie. I had that one. <laughs> and then she's had shorter, you know, more shoulder length hairstyles. And then she's had updos, downdos, half up, half down, and different, you know, curls and waves and crimps and straight locks. Like she's had it all. Plus again, like the, the dresses that she's worn have been more trendy or classic, more business focused or casual. She is not afraid to try something and allow herself to evolve as she herself has evolved over the decades. And I think this is something that all of us can really embrace because we often pigeonhole ourselves in terms of thinking, well, you know, I really like or admire that style on this person or this character or this doll in this case. And yet, you know, I, I don't think I can try that because that's not, that's not my style. Now, it's one thing if you know your signature and you are comfortable with it, you, it and it truly makes you feel like the best version and iteration of yourself. But if it's a situation where you've pigeonholed yourself into thinking you cannot try something in your style simply because you haven't dressed that way before, then babe, we got to talk, okay? Because that becomes dull and it becomes boring. And this is, in my opinion, why many women often feel like they wake up one morning and they've lost their sense of style. Many times women get stuck in this era where they felt their best they felt their hottest, they felt sexy, they felt confident, and then they never left that style paradigm. And this is why you will see some women still walking around with the 80s bangs or the blue eyeshadow or the heavy liner that goes all the way around the eye. It's all dated stuff, but they may have done it at a time where it was sexy or trendy, or, or again, they may have felt their most confident, but all of those looks are passe and dated now. And so it's about finding a, a rhythm with yourself, allowing yourself to evolve, to feel current and fresh, and try things that are new and exciting for the sake of having fun, for the sake of evolution for yourself. And also because it's it's just good to try something new. It brings fresh energy, a fresh 
uh, vigor to your, to your internal energy, but to your closet as well. So that you feel with the times you feel progressive. You don't feel like you've lost yourself along the decades, if you will. And so that you're reimagining the next iteration of yourself. I think it's always exciting to reinvent ourselves. Not that we need to ditch the old, so to speak, but just allowing ourselves to dream about, okay, what's the, what's the new fresh version of me in terms of what do I desire in my life? How am I dressing for my dreams? How am I expanding and building on top of what I already have done for myself and allowing that energy to come into my life versus feeling like you have to dress the same way you always have. And that that's it. Like be open to more possibility in your life, especially those of you that are still wearing the skinny jeans. Nothing wrong with that, but be open to new silhouettes. You know, I think that if you're still rocking the skinny jeans, and I don't say this with judgment, it's just I always find it's interesting how much our style, style sorry, mirrors our life. But if you're not open to wearing a new silhouette on the bottom, let's say, whether it's a short, a skirt, a different type of pant silhouette, what other areas in your life have you not been open to embracing a new energy, a new uh, project, a new idea, right? Our style always mirrors where we're at mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually. I don't find that a coincidence if we're feeling like we haven't left a certain decade or we're not willing to embrace other aspects of our style. And yes, be open to knowing what works for your body, of course, but there's more than one pant that works for your body for all of us. <laughs> so I say that with love. All right. Now, the next lesson we can take away from Barbie is to blaze your own style path. Now, I think it's interesting, and it's always a balance of being aware of what is trending and not being a victim of it, and allowing yourself to experiment, have fun, and also be aware of, do I look current with the times? And I've said this before because, you know, it is assumed that if you look dated in the working world, in the business world, if you look dated, people assume that you have a dated skill set also, or that you are not as with the times, if you will. And this is a perception you want to be very careful of because you don't want to miss out on promotions or opportunities because your style is communicating something that is working against you. And a lot of people get their tail feathers ruffled when I talk about this, but it is such a relevant thing. I have many, many videos on this on my Instagram about it. If you go back through uh, some of my my reels or just posts that I've, I've done over, over the years, where I've given examples of assumptions people make based on how you're dressed. Now, a lot of people want to you know argue this, say it's not fair, but it is the reality of our world. So you can either push against the grain knowing that that's still going to say something about you, which is fine, or you can use style as a tool and use it to your advantage to get ahead. Of course, the choice is always yours. And so again, there's always this balance of blazing your own style path, knowing that you don't need to be a victim of trends, but can use what is current when it feels aligned to you, and then create a style that also helps align with your goals, the woman that you want to be, the woman that you are, and allow that to set the tone so that you are creating your own trend. Lead from there. Barbie, if nothing else, has always been a trailblazer in terms of reinventing herself, as we've mentioned, but also creating a style that has always been with the times, but aligns with who she is. It's always been feminine and f like forward 
or like more progressive, if you will, in terms of the times, um, especially when we had like the, the working Barbie that first came into the scene, right? The more business uh, or career oriented Barbies that started to first come out and her wearing, you know, suits, if you will, or dressing for her teaching jobs. Like it's so interesting. She always blazed a path and did it with flair in her own way. So maybe she was wearing pink, right? Right at a time where you wouldn't have seen pink suits floating around, <laughs> for example. Or maybe she was wearing something more bold when other people were wearing something that was more classic. She's always been the trendsetter, identifying what works for her and always leading from that and selecting trends based on what feels good for her along the way. And I know that this is something that many of us, myself included, have struggled with, right? Wanting to be current, but also leading ourselves based on what we love best. So that again, we're not a victim to what's in magazines or what's being dictated on the runways, but rather feeling aligned with what's in our closet and allowing our clothing to make us feel more self-actualized to help us, you know, feel magnetic when we get dressed so that we can lead ourselves through the day in an energy that helps us feel motivated, that helps us connect more deeply with others, that helps us feel more confident so that we're willing to make more eye contact, share our ideas, or even just show up as the best version of ourselves in an energy that feels good so that when we are connecting with others through relationship, whether that is romantic, friendship, or otherwise, it's always the best version of ourselves. And so looking at your closet right now and asking, you know, am I leading myself in a way that feels best when it comes to my style? Does this reflect the woman that I am and the woman that I am becoming? And how am I feeling during the day as a result of what I am choosing to wear each morning? It's a powerful question to ask. And I've said this before, but truly, we really as women don't give ourselves enough credit in terms of tapping into our intuition, our emotions, and allowing that to lead us in terms of our purchasing power and what feels most aligned when we wear it during the day. Sometimes we dim our intuition, our feel-good energy, because we think it might trigger other people or it might stand out too much or we're worried about being too bold or not fitting in with our friend group. And so again, asking yourself, how can I blaze my own style path in a feel-good way, knowing and trusting that that is ultimately going to lead you to the most abundant energy, not only through the day, but through your through your life. Sometimes, you know, entrepreneurs, especially we get caught up in this windmill of like taking more and more programs on, you know, self-development and, and such, which I think is a, such a good thing to always be in the energy of learning. But sometimes the reason, in my opinion, we haven't connected to having our business grow the way that we wanted is because we're not embodying the fullness of we are in our style right? If you allow yourself to connect more deeply with your style, blaze your own style path based on who you are and who you are becoming, imagine how that would magnetize your energy for your audience watching and then see the sales come in as a result of that. People want to be led by those who lead themselves. They'll want to buy from people that can lead themselves. So again, maybe this is your opportunity if you're an entrepreneur and things aren't connecting the way that you want. Looking at your wardrobe and saying, how am I leading myself with my style currently? Is it aligned with my goals? And if not, how can I tweak that so that I'm leading myself more powerfully? Now, this goes into my next point about lessons from Barbie about style, and that is to dress for success. 
She was always and has always been someone that dresses the part. She always dresses for the job she wants, not the job she has. And we've seen, again, so many iterations of Barbie over the years from all the careers that she's pursued or has had <laughs> and the style that she has communicated with flair. So we've always seen her, you know, dress with respect for the room that she's in. But she's always added her tweak, whether it's her signature color, having her hair in something that's current or that she's loving at the moment, and allowing her clothing to reflect the successful career woman that she's that she's being or that she desires to be, and uh, like really embracing that unapologetically. And again, this is where I say to all of you, truly, you know, allow your style to be magnetic. Allow yourself to enter a room and have heads turn from how, you know, how um, powerful you look or how much you glow in a certain color or how much more elevated your style is in contrast to your peers. I know that this is a question that comes up all the time of like, well, you know, I really love dressing the part, but I, I walk in and everyone else is so casual and I feel like I stick out like a sore thumb. I get it. But allow yourself to be the first that's promoted as a result of that. Allow yourself to be the one that gets more clients because you're you're dressed for success. Allow yourself to make more money because people believe that you have a more progressive skill set than their counterparts that aren't dressed the part. Those are powerful things that style all assists with. Um, and beyond that, like I said, allow it to just lead you because it makes you feel good and we deserve to feel like the best iterations of ourselves as we go through our day without needing to look like everybody else and fitting into the mold of those that are dressed down. You know, I've gone to so many different corporations over the years, banks and universities and other major, major businesses that have asked me to come in and speak to either their admin team, their their board of directors, etc. And it's always interesting because there's always that one person in the room that really starts to run with the idea of dressing the part or really dressing for the, the role that they want within that company, as an example. And the consistent thing I have heard across the board from every single person is that they email me later and they say, you know, I was so self-conscious when I first started this because nobody was dressing this way. And I was getting in my head about it thinking like, oh, is this too much? Is everyone like looking at me funny or thinking like, oh my God, who do you, you know, who does she think she is by dressing that way? And yet, despite that, the number one thing that was said every single time while they were communicating that is, but everyone started upping their game. Everyone started upping their game. So again, leadership, lead yourself, do what you know is best for you and aligns with the goals that you have for yourself. Be okay, commanding attention, allow yourself to be seen, not from the perspective of, ooh, look at me, ooh la la. <laughs> Although if you want to do that, you can, but more from the perspective of this is who I am. I am a queen. I am a goddess. I'm commanding the room in terms of dressing with flair dressing with respect for the area that I am in, the room that I am entering, the lifestyle that I am dressing for, the dress code that I have, you know, whatever that might look like. And I'm embodying my style in addition to that. You know, it's hard to deny a woman or, or to not look at a woman that enters a room like that and see the confidence that that takes and that she's creating by dressing that way. 
you know, I, I know confidence is this elusive word sometimes that we hear and that many of us want for ourselves. And it's a thought. This is something that we can build for ourselves with time and with practice of dressing or acting like the woman that we want to become, taking her thoughts that she has about herself, her style, and embodying some of those things now. So if you think about the most confident version of yourself, the thoughts that she would have about her style and how she would enter a room and dress for success, how can you embrace those now and embody her thoughts now and borrow them until it becomes your norm, until that becomes you, the confident, the confident woman. Dressing for success is so powerful. And again, Barbie really embraced this and has embraced this year after year after year. And it's just such an admirable thing that I think all of us can use to step up our game at any time, right? We can always tweak what we're doing and modify it to, to make it the best next best iteration of who we want to be. Knowing that who we are now is just as powerful and wonderful, but always wanting to expand and grow into, again, the newer iteration of ourselves, because I've said it before, but I really think that on this, in this world, on the reason we're here on this planet is for growth. If we're not growing, we're dying. If we're not growing, we're shrinking. And so allowing ourselves to consistently be in that good place of expansion, I think is such a powerful thing to do. And so if you love this episode, please screenshot it, share it with me on Instagram. I would love to hear your thoughts. Did you play with Barbie? Did you not? Did you love dressing her up like I did? I feel like I had like a whole little chest of outfits for her (laughs) that I would pull out all the time. So, so much fun. I haven't even seen the movie yet myself. I plan on going. But uh, to my fellow Barbie lovers out there, we had such a good time, didn't we? We did. (laughs) And so I'm sending you so much love and I will catch you again in the next episode. If you enjoyed this episode, I would be so honored if you would head over to iTunes and leave me a five-star review letting me know. This not only feels good, but more importantly, it helps me expand my mission in helping more women feel empowered, beautiful, and of course, rise. And if you want to come hang out with me more, I would be so honored to get to know you. Head on over to Instagram. That is where I hang out the most and will give you so many behind the scenes as well as my online community, Rise Through Style, where we help you shift your identity into one that is more empowered and impactful for you. We help you elevate your style and of course, help you step into the big dreams that you have for yourself and elevate every aspect of your life and business. Sending you all the love to the moon and back, and I will catch you again in the next episode.